Hey, welcome back to the Common Ground North Dakota podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Jen. I've been a chef for 10 years. And I'm a registered dietitian. We've all heard the saying, farm to table. But what if the conversation was table to farm? Join Jen and I as we sit down with ag experts to dig in and find out more about North Dakota agriculture. All right, welcome back to Common Ground North Dakota. I'm Heather. I'm Jen. And we're ready for another episode. Yes. So last episode, we talked with Scott yeah, of Scott SB&B. Sinner. So many soy facts that I had no idea. And I love soy. Me too. So it was nice to learn. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about maybe consumers and folks listening maybe haven't had experience trying soy products or those types of things. And he gave us some good ideas yes. on how to incorporate these into meals or what to try. Who could say no to a French fry? I mean, putting the, putting the tofu in an air fryer yes. and it becoming a French fry. Right? Yeah. I mean, you just speak the language of the American <laughs> population right try there. Try this. Try this. <laughs> it's a French fry. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we have someone in the studio today Yes, that's related to Scott. I know, it's his cousin. Yes. So welcome, Margie. Thanks for coming, Margie. Yes, yeah. thanks for having me. So it's it's exciting because we talked to Scott a little bit last time about the family, mm-hmm. right? And yep. it, the business was fifth generation family farm. Yep. And we're so interested to visit with you in like your story because everybody has a story, right? Yep. And how they're yep. connected to North Dakota agriculture and kind of just the day in the life, yeah, of what it's like to live on a North Dakota farm and and mm-hmm. can, what are what are the things that you can share with our audience? So tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So. I am originally from Castleton, North Dakota. Okay. And my history is my dad is a pile, which is um, he's the fourth generation. I'm a fifth generation farmer. Okay. okay. My mom, um, her last name is Sinner. And okay. so that's how I re- oh, related so that's to, connection. Okay. to Scott. And so I'm the fifth generation on the Sinner family as well. Okay. So both sides. Both though. sides. And so that's the North Dakota side of me. And then I married a farmer from uh, Fertile, Minnesota. Okay. Um, And he is actually with both his mom and dad is the fifth generation farmer as well. So we have very, very, very farming, deep farming roots. And um, so there's a lot of history. A lot of it is family land that um, has been in the family for a really long time. So... Back in, uh, three years ago, uh-huh. we decided to move to Castleton. Okay. Our um, operation started when Austin and I got married in 2006. Okay. And we lived, we decided to start our um, family in Fertile. Okay. Okay. And we we sort of had a 50-50, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. How are we going to do this? And we just picked Fertile. And so that was in 2006, all while we were also still going to farm in Castleton. So we had the commute between the two towns. That's not easy. No, Mm -hmm. not at all. Not at all. And so we farmed from 2006 all the way until 2021, um, living in Fertile. Doing the commute. Doing the commute. Did you have kids at that time? Yep. We have three children. Oh, wow. Um, and that was really, really, really tough. Mm-hmm. We, I originally, when we had the kids, my mm-hmm. first was born in 2008. We, we didn't live on the farm. So okay. I was living in town raising the kids uh-huh. and my husband was 
commuting to the farm, his family farm. So that was really, really tough. I had three kids in three and a half years. And so that really made it so I was sort of doing the stuff at home and he was doing the farming. So that was really tough. But then Mm -hmm. eventually in 2015, we moved out to his parents' farm Okay, and lived there for... um, until 2021, okay, when we had um, decided that something had to change, uh-huh. Austin farms with his brother-in-law, so okay. his sister's husband, mm-hmm. um, and he is absolutely phenomenal. And so, what was happening um, was my dad was turning 70, okay, and we. I'm one of four girls. Okay. And so I'm the only one that would take over in Castleton. I'm the only farmer. Okay. So your dad was looking for someone to take over. So my dad was sort of, we had already, Austin and I had sort already Mm -hmm. been the people that were farming Mm -hmm. his land, but Mm -hmm. something needed to change as Mm -hmm. far as how we were going to move forward with the operation of farming both places. Sure. It made it only the best decision for everybody for us to pick up and move. And our kids were at the perfect age. Our old, our oldest daughter was going into eighth grade. Okay. Oh. And so we just had decided junior high was mm-hmm. better than high school. Yes, so absolutely. It all just fell into place. Our kids were so amazing with the move. Oh, and I couldn't great. have asked for better. We would have put the brakes on yep. everything if they weren't. Yeah. You know, they're at such crucial developmental right. ages mm-hmm. of life. And we just had decided that if they're on board, mm-hmm. then why not? Why not try this and see how it goes? So we in um, June, we decided to just enroll in some parks and rec activity. Oh, that was smart. And just yeah. to get Connect a taste of yeah. people. Get a taste of, you know, how the town is sure. and meet some girls and boys right. and whatever. And um they fell in love with it. Oh, that's they great. got some really good friends and they're still really good friends with a lot of the people. So the classroom size about doubled for us. The whole school yeah, doubled. That's a big change. So it is. was a really big change. Glad we the appreciate transition worked for you because yes. that was a big decision for you. It great. was. It was one of those that now looking back, um, we we did it the right time. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't change it. For the world, I wouldn't have really done it any earlier because Mm -hmm. my kids um, really enjoyed over there as well. And we still have the connection and our world is so much bigger. Having both towns that love us and have embraced all that we have done and that also within the family for us to have handed it over to a Mm brother-in-law and know that so much is getting taken care of still Mm -hmm. over there. We Mm -hmm. still... We still have the same um, farming operations. It's just where the five of us live sure. okay. um, is the on, about the only thing that changed. So, so you grow the same thing? As, All the okay. same stuff. And you're yep. doing soybeans? Well. It, some soybeans. Some, well, yes. We have the natto <laughs> beans. Oh, natto. We have the nattos. We have soybeans. We do corn. Okay. We do wheat. We do sugar beets. We've done sunflowers. Wow. Um, you so do a it's lot. All, it is all a whole gamut of <laughs> everything that my husband ever dreams of trying. The <laughs> one thing that sort of plays a mm-hmm. factor each year is how much moisture we have and, okay. and where the moisture is. Um, 
Some years are better than others. The ground over in Fertile is uh-huh. absolutely completely different than the Red River Valley of Castleton. So one is in the bottom of the Lake Agassiz and one is on the shore of Lake Agassiz. Okay. So we're we're dealing with a lot of different soil types. So okay. with sure. that being said, you just kind of adjust. The sunflowers have been grown over there and have been a success some years okay. for us. Yeah. Um, and the sugar beets we have grown at both locations by um, the each year you have to do the rotation of the sugar beets. Yeah. So how our land was in where acres were and stuff, you have to rotate them. And mm-hmm. by rotation, we would do like three or four years in fertile and then transition and do three or four years in Castleton oh. over the over the years, we've mm-hmm. just kind of had that rotation okay. of some years here and some years oh, there. Wow! Where now that we live in Castleton, we really would like to keep them there because it's it's a little bit better. It's a shorter okay. commute for us and yeah. stuff. But harvest is a big, huge process with having two locations. I can't even and imagine. Right, and like we yep. learned about sugar beets back a few episodes ago, and yep. like all it takes to right twenty four yes. hours. Yes. Like, and that's intense. It is very intense. It's very intense. And Mm -hmm. it's the amount of people you have to have just as temporary help is Mm -hmm. probably one of the hardest things for us because you don't, we get a lot back that Mm -hmm. come year after year, Mm -hmm. but still you need to fill those gaps of people that aren't a seasoned person of sugar beets or you have to ask them to take time off their regular job just to come and help and a lot of people love to do it but Mm -hmm. it's it's asking quite a bit and my dad turning 70 it just really made such a huge difference for somebody to actually be there and to to make the land something that was the opportunity was just kind of something we couldn't pass up and he's got to be proud he Aww. I would say he is. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. Yes. We've we've definitely had moments of feeling like he's pretty happy with how it all fell into place for us. So in my sisters, my older sisters mm-hmm. are so excited that it stayed within the I'm family. Sure. We don't. They're very supportive of this move for us and okay. they knew it was hard but yeah. yeah they're very supportive too so that's wonderful yep. so yep. you talk about like your your kids and Heather and I are both moms too and I experienced a move similar to that but I mean I did take into account like where are my kids at mm-hmm. how easy is this because as a mom like there's nothing probably more important than your right. family and like how are right. my kids gonna adjust and and yep. you've, you've explained like kind of your thought process in between mm-hmm. that and like family obviously is very important mm-hmm. to you as well. Like just the legacy that your father wanted to leave and like yes. how you've taken over and now how your kids have embraced it. But yes. you, you really had them on the forefront of your mind mm-hmm. as well when you yep. were thinking through this transition. So that was always that was always what Austin mm-hmm. and I had agreed mm-hmm. on. Neither of us, my husband and mm-hmm. I, had a move mm-hmm. in our life. We went right. K through 12 in the same school yep. and yep. we had nothing to reference. Right. We mm-hmm. had no feelings of, you know, good, bad mm-hmm. or the other. We just we just had to go with our gut instinct and yeah. what they were telling us and stuff. Our youngest boy was uh-huh. probably the hardest to convince okay. just because he was pretty set in and he was only in third grade okay. so 
that's kind of so, hard. And you just mm-hmm. think in the third grade, yes. this is it. Like, this mm-hmm. is my yes. world. Yep. Yes, this is what I got. And mm-hmm. so sports uh-huh. are pretty huge in uh-huh. Castleton. So he's getting into that more than we oh, ever thought he great. would. But once you're a farmer, you're always a yes. farmer. He comes back after practice and goes straight to the he tractor does. for oh, that's us. that's cool. So, I was just yeah. going to ask, like, how <laughs> yeah. are your kids involved in the, the family operations? What you Do know, they have, like, different tasks or we roles? Almost ha- we almost have to pull ourselves back sometimes okay. and just remember they are kids. They're yep. not our full-time help. <laughs> <laughs> They're not employees. Yes. yes. Our uh, son, for sure. Um, he can drive anything we need him to. Really? He could put in a full 12-hour day if oh we needed gosh. him to. He just really, he lives and he breathes it. it. So yep. when he's getting done with his sports and going to help out, with the farming that's on his own accord he's doing that absolutely oh, absolutely great. obviously so cool. we give him the incentive he races yeah. snowmobiles in the winter ah. so we we give him the incentive of that you know your reward sure. and that's a really expensive hobby yes. for him to have as you know so yeah. it's sort of the give and take of work hard not, in the yes. summer yes. and then you yes. can ride in the winter yes you okay. can great, like the lesson to teach kids, like the yep. value of hard work. I feel like that to me, like coming from a, a family yep. of farm ranchers and my dad was a teacher, like he had many jobs because yep. we were a small family farm too. But the value of hard work. Yes. Absolutely. I kind of go back to that even in my roles right now, like yep. as a dietitian and philanthropist, like. I'd say I'm a farm kid from North Dakota. I just roll up my sleeves and get it done. Yeah, like, but that's the mentality. But you've I had, had that. Yeah, I had to work with the cattle to raise money for my clothes, like yep. for school. Absolutely. And like I think that yep. is kind of a part of North Dakota families yeah, and, and the heritage. And it's something I feel like in general is lost. Like yes. I, yeah. I feel like as a parent, I want my kids to have that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and trying to teach mm-hmm. those things. Is so, I mean, there's chores. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they're living on a farm. There's things that have, have to, to be, be done. done. Right. 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 And showing them, showing them that, yeah, working hard and mm-hmm. then you get to play hard. We play right. hard, too. That's so. great. <laughs> it's that incentive and it teach yep. them, teaches them value and like it what's does. important to you and them. And I feel like they take that into the classroom and they take that into all their aspects of the sports they play and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. It's, it's the respect of Uh coaches and teachers and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff that just, it really is kind of a lesson that we don't even necessarily realize we're teaching Mm -hmm. them. Big Mm -hmm. life Um, lessons. Yeah. I'm wondering, do you like, could you take my kids for a couple of weeks for like a summer (laughs) camp? Like an intensive (laughs) farm? Are you doing that yet? No, no. no. Youth, like agritourism. Yes. There you go. There you go. We absolutely, I should start something like that. You let me know. You let me know when you do. Sounds good. I I got a 16 year old that pretty, probably needs another job too so yes yes absolutely no I think um so thinking back to to like what a day looks like Mm -hmm. for you as a member of a family farm like what could it be like how early do you start like paint the picture of of this for like our our listeners it probably depends on the time of year I was just gonna say that it depends on the time of the year um, but if I had to pick my favorite time of year yeah. to give you a day in the life, yeah, um, it it would probably start in at harvest time. Okay. It would be about that time. Um, my kids 
I have to send them to school, unfortunately. Because oh, you yeah. yeah. always they my stay favorite in thing hell, to do. Because right? yeah. <laughs> harvest yes. to us in North Dakota yes. is like. Oh, it, that could it. be July through Like I said, they're October. my full-time help. So laws, I, right? Yes. Get in yes. the way. Yeah. I lose them to school. Okay. Um, but send them off to school, mm-hmm. and then um, as it's sort of evolved with me mm-hmm. not having such young children, mm-hmm. I have um, taken on the role of help, uh, the outside help. Okay. And so Austin has all the things organized and ready for somebody to drive but um it it seems like i've fallen into we've sort of joked that people don't really say no to me as far as asking if they'll come for a shift to help (laughs) so you line up all that yes i'm lining up i would say this is about the sugar beet harvest time of truck drivers and all that kind of stuff i'm more of the organizer and it doesn't it doesn't really work very well to have a couple of of us trying to do that because then you have two drivers for one truck or whatever so anyway i've taken over that role um and lined up truck drivers for um the day and just organizing who's going to be on what shift and who's the the uh, sugar beet harvest is 24 hours so we have to make sure that shifts to cover logistics and a lot of (laughs) a lot of people that need to come in and do their time so 24 hours how many trucks are moving at well we are usually allotted the company tells you how many you can have so we're usually allotted five in our 20 24 hour shift um so I would say on average I like to have like 12 to 15 drivers just because you need to some people just come after their job. They can only I do suppose. like six to midnight okay. or, you know, something like that. Okay. So those are kind of the fill in people. And then you have the full time ones that come in as well. So um, I would like it if it was just 10 and yeah. I just let them take care of their truck and yeah. just make sure it's going 24 hours. But it doesn't always work that you way. Need the backup. You do, do need a backup plan. 12 hour shifts then typically well, like or- unfortunately there's a lot of operations that are able to say yes we're going to have you do two to two or okay you do two yeah. to two but that's not us because okay. we have people that really want to do it and mm-hmm. are only able to do like the evening shifts so it we just have them be fill in and then okay. it all it all seems to fall into place really nice i i tend to like i said earlier i ask and it, they usually come and okay. so nice. it's temporary so yeah. it's not like i'm asking them for right. months on end right, right. to to come and do this and so they're just just helping us out so one other part of my day uh-huh. i would say i had a grandma tell me back several several years to never learn to drive a truck oh. because you'll oh. always have a job Okay, so did They'll you take her advice? Yes. No. Oh. I didn't like take her advice. Truck? No, it's okay. not a stick shift. So okay. my secret is out. It is not a stick shift. It's but an still, automatic, but it's still it's a big truck. Do you have to like reverse seven. and stuff? Uh, yeah, okay. that's the worst part. Then, yeah. With the that's big beef. That's yes. incredible. <laughs> yes. So 
I started just a couple summers ago yeah. when actually when we moved to Castleton, okay. I, I did learn how to drive a truck because my husband bought an automatic truck because he knew that he would probably get more people to yeah. help. Right. It's just kind of a natural thing that's mm-hmm. happened. Not everybody knows how to drive a stick shift. Yeah, right. So uh, me included. And so once I had learned... I got into the shift of the sugar oh, you're beet in. hours. You're so in. I put myself, I oh, kind no. of am a fill-in, so I'm Which, driving. But now you know what they're doing, right? Now I know where everybody yeah. is. I keep track a little bit more. Okay. Um, and along with that, I'm usually feeding them. Oh my goodness. So what? we have up to like, it, it typically is... 16 to 18 guys that we're feeding for lunch and supper. We usually do two meals a day. And those wow. probably feeding are like them. dainty little meals. Like you need no, to. No, not typically. Okay. Lunch, can, lunch can be some sandwiches or um, something that we've picked up uh, or made fresh sandwiches. Oh you just kind of put them in a pickup and grab okay, them when you can. not like lunch dinner. You know how right. you have that? <laughs> Like from the farm, it's yes, like we're exactly. going home for dinner. Yeah, for and dinner. that was at like noon. noon. Like that's your big meal. So has that kind of flipped? lunch dinner? Um, Maybe it's funny where you are. Ah. It, over in Fertile, it's dinner. Dinner, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. over in Castleton, it's lunch. lunch. But okay, this is yeah. making sense to me why everyone says yes to work for you because you're making uh. the food. <laughs> it sounds very yeah, appealing. Yeah, lunch and dinner. <laughs> yes. I mean, it does. It does help. These are That's perks. for sure. Uh, That's for sure. for sure. And and the supper can yeah. be. It'll be a hot meal. Okay. Of we've done spaghetti and lasagna and oh, ribs yum. and I'm so hungry right so now. So you just, have to manage your time between <laughs> yes, making sure everyone's there. Yep. Right. Scheduling that. Maybe driving. You driving yourself. Driving. And then getting a hot meal to all these people. And all while and having three, three children. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. You wear but a lot of I hats. love it. I love it. <laughs> and I, I do have to have a shout out to my mom. She's She has helped, oh my gosh, unbelievable to make it all happen. And I love it. And she's she kind of the, the grocery ropes, runner. Right? Yes. Yeah. She's, okay. she's been in it way longer than I have. Mm-hmm. So I, I learned from her. She's the best teacher I have. Oh, so I love that's it. great. It definitely is. I, I wouldn't be able to do it without her. She's the runner to the grocery store for me. And that's awesome. she's the planner and she really helps. So it is a food, family. The food is a big deal. I think unless it is, unless it really you is. make the food, you don't realize yep. what it entails. Uh, yes. The, the grocery right. stores, the preparation. I'm mean, like, <laughs> what containers are you putting this in? I mean, I'm, yep. it's a lot. It is a lot. Yes. And, and I know that it's better than we don't, pass any gas station or any convenience store that they can stop at. So right. where we're having them drive, if they haven't packed a meal or if they have packed a lunch, it's mm-hmm. still really, really nice to get a hot home cooked yes. meal yes. in your shift. So I'm sure it's the perk. Yes. That's like, great. It's the perk of it. Well, and more nutritious from yes. a nutrition standpoint. <laughs> That's a good like, point. Yes. So you're probably more alert, <laughs> aware. Right? They always That's joke, a huge thing. They always joke that they haven't really worked for it because they're, so, you know, their body is just pretty much sitting in a truck right. all day. Mental they're fuel. like, yeah, exactly. It is sort of mental fuel. They <laughs> physically haven't, you know, been mm-hmm. moving around and, you know, you sort of snack on your lunchbox yeah, yeah. all day, don't yeah. you? Well, I mean, and then you look forward to it. I'd be right. watching the clock. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, like, okay it's, it's almost yeah. time. Yeah, that's exactly so right. So when you're driving, what's that like? Like, do you drive at night when you can't see anything? How do you know where yep. you're going? Oh, my. Yep. Um, we do uh, 
I feel like a really good job of making sure that people come out during the daylight first. And so they can see and get a relation of where the turn is Mm -hmm. or where we're at as far as. And we hope that we don't get a new person after we've changed a field in the middle of the night. That's that's pretty hard to get your bearings at that point. Um, but we also do orange construction cones at the turn on the highway oh, okay. or far enough um, like away from the turn so that obviously you're driving a full truck of sugar beets that you need a long distance in order to stop. So okay. yes. we try to put the cone a little, you know, to warn them, uh-huh. okay, your turn is coming. Okay. So we we do as much as we can to put reflectors up and keep it so that they don't have any issues with right. going on the wrong road or okay. that kind of stuff. So And so how long does it take to do one field typically? Yeah. Um, you know, it can <sighs> Sugar Beets is such a varied crop to harvest. Mm-hmm. We have harvested all the way after Halloween. We have been done by the 15th or 12th of October. Oh, wow. My birthday is October 23rd. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite time to have That's a birthday. Awesome. I just love that my birthday's then. Um, but I would say of the, what are we on, 18 years of growing sugar beets, probably 15 of them have been on or around my birthday. Okay. Oh. Like so to it's complete about that, time. that just, okay. that, and that's just when they're done. that harvest. Okay, because yes. my birthday is October 5th. And whenever okay. my mom tells my birthing story, she's like, well, we were driving to the hospital and there's sugar beets all over the road. <laughs> like, it's part of the story. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I so, love it. That's, uh-huh. that's how we know the yep. time of year. Yes. <laughs> excellent. Yes. Well, congratulations on having a birthday during bee yes. harvest. So I'm the beginning of the harvest. You're yes, end. I'm the mm-hmm. end. And we sort of always judge that. Like, we've okay. had... We've had little celebration parties of my birthday and awesome. being done. And so, fun. yeah, yeah, it is fun. My dad's birthday actually is October 1st. So oh, he so is the start right as there. well. That's cool. So the two of us naturally just really, really love Beat Harvest. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And well. it sounds like you have to have a lot of flexibility, though, because yes. you just never know. Yep. Yes. What's going to happen? And you throw in the three kids within that right. whole harvest. Our son has decided that football is what he likes. Oh, to oh yeah. Wait and a that's second. Fall sport. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And our daughters are phenomenal little volleyball players. Oh, and that's yeah. in the fall. fall. So that Man. throw in the sports. I have yes. definitely been to a high school volleyball or a well, at that time, it was junior high yeah. volleyball game, having had zero sleep. Oh, my I walk God. In. But you were there. I walk in <laughs> looking there. like a rag muffin, yeah. but I'm you there. Know, I'm there. You got to show up for those kids. That's right. And I think they appreciate and know that that's where mm-hmm. it's all come from. I right. I wouldn't let them skip anything because I'm busy. Or right. if I if I show up, I show up. I know that they would understand yeah. if it didn't work out for me to make it there. Something always or can come up. Mm-hmm. But they're always really supportive and know kind of what's going on. So mm-hmm. it it is in their blood. I remember it as being in my blood and mm-hmm. sort of what you did. You take meals out and open up the back of your hatchback yep. and feed all the yep. boys at the end of the field. Yep. And I remember sitting on a blanket and having yep. all the guys come over and feeding them then. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what I'm teaching my kids too. My girls are very involved in the kitchen. 
Okay. Cool. You would be very happy to know that they are my bakers. Oh, they they're are, making bread? Oh, they bake ev- That's all impressive. cookies and anything that I ask them. They're the housekeepers. Really? They do the laundry. They do the dishes. They do the cleaning and... I couldn't be more proud to be raising them as that's so amazing. That, that's that incredible. part of the operation. Yeah. I know they're not comfortable out doing mm-hmm. some of the driving of things or physical mm-hmm. work sometimes. Right. So we put them to work in the kitchen. It's what all important. Doing the housework. It really is. Great life skills. When right. I'm outside of the house, none of that's getting done. So we've sort mm-hmm. of fell right. into having them do that. And then Mason comes out to the truck with me and... Well, and for you to come back then from working yes. and doing all the driving and oh, then be able to yeah. come home to a house yep. that's put together. Yep. Yeah. And, and to have my mom have some help as well. Yes. She's able to have the girls be kind of involved with her help as yep. well. So, And yeah. they're all equally important. Yes. Like yes. they are. within the family, especially a farm family. Yep. And it's going with their comfort levels. And yep. how do you fit into the family operation? How do you fit into North Dakota agriculture mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. finding yep. your place? Yeah, it's all find the your same. place, find your journey. And yep. I like how it can evolve. Like now yes. you're driving mm-hmm. truck. Yeah. What well, are you going to be doing next? Was that a smart decision <laughs> to learn <laughs> that? Is I haven't decided gonna, yet. Yeah. Is he going to buy you like a tractor or something <laughs> next? Well, I, that was a long time ago. I was doing that. So I love it. I love it. Now, yes, it's just evolved into truck driving now. Okay. So I've hauled grain, I've hauled corn to the elevator, and all that kind of stuff now. So you just kind of do it. Yeah. Whatever needs to be done. Whatever needs to be done. Because for for lack of better ways of putting it, mm-hmm. I'm kind of the free help. You don't have to pay me to go into a truck. I mean, I know I, know I get paid tenfold mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. ways, but um, it, it it we don't have to hire somebody right. else outside of me. If right. I'm capable of doing it and have the time, I can mm-hmm. either bring a kid with me or I can just take the time to do it to sit and relax. And Yes. Well, and, awesome. and you know what needs to be done, yes. right? Like growing That's, up on yep. a farm, you see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one needs yep. to tell you. No. Right. You know exactly yep. what needs to be done. Yep. And if yep. I don't see it, my husband's going to tell me. <laughs> Bless his it's heart. It's a good partnership. But he's good at that. Yeah, yeah. He's good at that, making sure I know what needs to be done. So, nope, we're, we, we are a very good partnership that just kind of makes everything roll. And, yeah. and I'm uh, definitely more with the kids and he's more with the operation, but we come together when we need to come together. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Well, we have to do our uh, trivia. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to avoid it. Oh, you did? I noticed that. <laughs> I'm like, maybe we can skip it because I'm not good at trivia. <laughs> do you but have some questions for us? I do. Okay, okay. let me get the trophy because Heather's won it. I, I think the last, I don't even know how many times. We just leave her name permanently on it. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have you ask us three questions okay. and you can be the judge. Like, you okay. know, we don't always get them exactly on. So Who's you can. Closest yeah, we do or... the closest. Okay. <laughs> so I consider myself a stay at home mom and I know that. There's way more to it in my situation that's unique than just a stay-at-home mom. I hate the just word. Yeah, yeah. Um, But what percentage of Americans are stay-at-home moms? Oh. Mm. Currently? Currently. Okay. It has changed, like, within the last year. I feel like it's... Mm -hmm. I like when it's worded... Do you work outside the home? Yeah, because Agreed. you are oh, yeah. You're right. working You're right. in the home. Right? You're right, 
And so my statistic came from yeah, the most stay people at home. say the yeah, stay yeah. at home right. thing, yeah. but we yeah. both know. You, we both know. You're working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That's an yeah. occupation. So, okay, so I'm gonna say thirty-five percent. I said fifteen percent. <gasps> It is 25%. It was 15 in 2022. We tied. And it already went up. It went up. Yep. Do you it think it's the pandemic? I think so. Right. That, oh. would, that would be my guess is mm-hmm. the pandemic for sure. Oh, interesting. For sure. Just kind of reanalyzing. Well, and I mean, there's a lot that work from home. Right. You're doing yeah, both. Yeah, you're right. doing both. So you're, oh my yep. goodness. That's so, a significant it amount. Is. That is. I like the number. Yeah. I am proud of that number. Yeah, I me like too. that number. Me too. Yep. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Next question. How many miles is it from fertile Minnesota to Castleton, North Dakota? I feel like I've almost driven it because I've driven from Union to Fargo. And there's I can like see myself doing it. Um hmm. I don't know. 125 miles? 55. 90. Oh. It's 90 miles. Like, so who even got that? I can't do math. <laughs> Calculator? Calculator. 55, 90. I'm like 45 off. Yes, 35. You were 30. But that's a, that's a big commute, especially <laughs> during harvest. It, well, it is. It definitely is a long way to have one piece of machinery in one spot. 95 miles. 90 miles, 90. yep. You yep. made the right decision. Because think, think how much so, more yeah. time you have now. Right. We are still farming over there, so all of the operation is still functioning with wow. with that. So you going still on have now. to go back every yep. once in a while. We do have to go back mm-hmm. and forth. We have evolved with how the equipment gets back and forth. Now okay. we've got trailers and um, trucks and stuff that move combines and that kind of stuff or have um, double of equipment. But back in the early part of this operation, I drove a combine from Fertile uh-uh. to Castleton How one time. You were the one take? with the blinky lights on the... I passed <laughs> another combine. <laughs> I really did. North Dakota it's, rush hour. I That's did. what I call that. I did. It was over, <laughs> it was over by Harwood on, on one of the dirt roads. Did you guys I just... Is there like a certain... My way? combine the two was finger? a little newer, so I passed... I, oh, but you had, I the, had the leg up. Yeah, yeah. I had the oh, leg that's up. so funny. But that must be stressful driving <laughs> that yeah. piece of equipment. Oh and long. It took but a really <laughs> long time. Is there a radio in there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I it guess. took still, a while. Yep. Still. Yep. Yep. That you was didn't a big stop one. at the Dairy Queen, probably, I didn't. Right? Okay. I, I could have, yeah. I guess. I had plenty of time. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Last question. What is the date that they say you are going to start your main campaign of sugar beet harvest. Well, is it your dad's birthday? <laughs> I know. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I feel like she said it was you, her dad's birthday. Uh-huh. October 1st. Yes. Excellent. Dad's you birthday. got it. Yes. I think we Good tried memory. The, no, Good you memory. got it. We tied the first and the third, oh, and then you, you won. <laughs> Again. We'll just leave others. <laughs> like I said. Like, see, that was close. That was, was a close, close one. That I like that beautiful close. trophy. That's wonderful. Isn't it cool? Thank you. Yes. Beautiful. Is that real corn or spray paint? No, it's is real. Is it a real piece I of you corn? You just spray- real gold. No, it's not. It's not I mean, real maybe gold, but it's real but- corn. Yes, it's real <laughs> corn spray painted. So, we have a question that we ask all our guests, and what's your favorite part of being involved in North Dakota agriculture? In thinking about this, the very, very first thing that popped into my head was raising my kids in it, mm-hmm. and. Raising the next generation of hardworking 
citizens. Yeah. I'm not raising them to necessarily be farmers, right. but just to know and to have the work ethic and mm-hmm. the just the dedication mm-hmm. to community and family mm-hmm. and all that. That is by far my favorite part of raising the kids in awesome. the farming community mm-hmm. and having them know that, um, yeah, this that life is not easy mm-hmm. and whatever path you choose, mm-hmm. you need to work hard. Yep. And I have one that would love to be in medicine and one that would love to be in, I, you know, I'm not even really sure what avenue she's at right now. Mason says he wants to farm, but we're, there's absolutely no pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. we're not that type of parents where it's like we needed to have a boy mm-hmm. in order mm-hmm. to move mm-hmm. on with the farm. We just would love to have mm-hmm. them do what's right for them yeah, and, yeah, and be hard, hardworking citizens that contribute to society. And well, it sounds like kind. you're doing exactly yep, that. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I, I hope so. I hope that is how it works out for everybody. Yeah. And I think the biggest part is just to be kind. I yeah. Right. That that is where we start with every single day mm-hmm. is just to be kind. So yes. yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yes. Well, we've so enjoyed having you here. Well, yes, thank you for having so me. It was so fun talking to you. Thank you for yeah. having me. And giving us a glimpse into what it's actually like. Yes. To thank live in a farm family yes. and like what it all involves and like just the whole yeah. picture of it. So thanks so much for taking time. Yes. Thank to you. Meet with us. Thank you. And for our listeners, you can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we're so excited to yes, come back. And we'll be back talking about something amazing. Yes, and common so ground in. So tune in next time, and we, we thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in to the Common Ground North Dakota podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Most importantly, send us your questions about North Dakota agriculture by visiting our website. You might win a prize. We'll see you in the next episode of the Common Ground North Dakota podcast.